Hello, welcome to Spiritual Chill Pill. My name is Maria. And my name is Kimberly. Welcome. Spiritual Chill Pill is a podcast about our own experiences, applying spirituality techniques and personal development techniques to our daily lives and what has worked and what hasn't and all of the difficult bits that might arise. So, And today we have a very interesting episode uh, which we have been trying to record for a while, but <laughs> yes. it hasn't it hasn't quite worked. Uh, and we want to talk about how the concept of our thoughts influencing our reality, better known as manifestation. Yes. So Kimberly has done a lot of research. I've done a lot of research on this myself. And yeah, it's a concept that is brought up in pretty much every single spiritual book that I have come across myself. Uh, so yes, Kim, tell us a little bit more about manifestation and what has that journey been like oh, for you? This journey has been, first of all, very much embarrassed about the subject. Don't ask me why. A lot of people are talking about this. But for some reason, I was a bit embarrassed about it. But I actually have been practicing this. It hasn't been consistent as the past last year. But let's start with the basics. Like, what is manifestation? It's a practice of thinking aspirational thoughts or visualizations with the purpose of making them real. So that sounds like when you first hear like, wait, my thoughts can influence what I experience in real life. And yes, this is proven by quantum physics, which is probably a bit difficult to get into the science behind it. But basically quantum physics describes the very smallest things in our universe. So molecules, atoms, like everything around you is quantum yeah. physics. So basically yeah. energy right? Yes. It's and, patterns of energy. Yeah. It's patterns of energy and you can influence that with how you feel and how you think. And, and that was a concept of that was probably coming from the movie, the secret <laughs> for me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. so, going back to the very old book that everybody <laughs> has read. I yes. have so many thoughts about it because I feel like everybody has read it and no one understands it. Yes. <laughs> but yes yes so what you do is the result of what you think and believe that's basically uh yeah what what we're talking about and I think this is so powerful like I've seen things in my life exactly turn out the way I visualize them the way I wanted things to turn out so it's definitely a powerful subject whatever you believe in it or not whatever works for you works for you but we're going to talk about the fact that it exists for us and what our experience is in this. So I'm not going to go into the science of quantum physics. I encourage you to do your own studies and make up your own mind. Yeah, but there are many books and we're going to put them in the description that explain a little bit more. Actually, I think Joe Dispenza has a great explanation of this. Mm -hmm. He's been looking into the science of like how the brain works actually from a very scientific pers perspective and like trying to tie that in into like quantum physics. And there is a bunch of people as well doing research on it. So I'll put a couple of links on the description, but yeah, this is very much a thing. And apparently our thoughts and feelings have like 
electromagnetic patterns to them that attract things. I mean, there, I guess there are two theories. One is the theory of like our thoughts and feelings make us more aware of certain things than others, mm -hmm. right? So that's like the more, I think, less scientific approach, mm -hmm. which is like, yeah, uh, if you feel or think a specific things, you're going to discard certain information and you're going to accept other information. So your mm -hmm. reality is going to look different depending on what you think. I truly believe this. I, I think that sometimes we pass on certain information, but I also think that there is a little bit more to that. There is a little bit more uh, beyond, oh, I didn't notice that this person was nice or whatever. Uh, I think there is a certain attraction that you can manifest or attract things of different quality depending on uh, the quality of your thoughts. Mm -hmm. And this has been like, this is something that loads of like books talk about. And like coming back to the thing of the secret, I personally i read this book many years ago i wasn't spiritual and i was like cool yeah so you have to think things <laughs> and then they become your reality and you're still like okay let me just think it's like it's not really that easy right no. because it's and and in the book the secret doesn't actually explain the nuances of this so and there are other books, uh, for example, uh, The Nature of Personal Reality from like Seth Speaks, which are, are much more uh, specific on like how does this work and how it doesn't. So if I say, if I, for example, let's say that I want to, this is a very common example that everybody puts, that if I want to lose weight, okay, and I just follow the secret and I tell myself, I'm skinny, I'm skinny, but I have a lot of limiting beliefs mm -hmm. that say that I'm not skinny. Mm -hmm. My brain, every time I tell myself that I'm skinny, mm -hmm. all of my limiting beliefs that I haven't actually moved past about what's blocking me from being skinny? Am I being ashamed? Am I protecting myself from another person? Do I feel like weight protects me from unwanted attention? Like there could be so many subconscious beliefs. If I actually haven't gone through those, me telling myself I am skinny is actually counterproductive or is doing nothing in the best case, because it's actually in my brain or my subconscious brain, every time I tell myself I'm skinny, it doesn't believe it. It's like, no, bitch, you're not skinny. <laughs> <laughs> and you just put so. more attention on it, right? So yeah. like I said, everything is energy and energy goes where attention flows. So if you're like, I'm skinny, but you don't believe it, you put more yes. attention on the fact that you're not skinny. Yeah. So it might as well not say anything to yourself. It's more, <laughs> it's more productive. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually am very much a, more about the law of belief which means yes. whatever we believe is what's going to manifest in our reality. And exactly. I, I agree with this. Let's say you're a very good dancer. You want 20,000 awards. I'm like over-exaggerating, but... And someone comes and tells you, oh, you suck at dancing. Like that doesn't even resonate with you. You just ignore it. You shrug it away. You're just laughing at it. But if you just started out as a dancer and someone tells you you're not a good dancer... 
you implement that because you're not sure of yourself. It affects how you see yourself. It affects how you see the world. It affects how you see your skill. So the whole idea is to create beliefs instead of like just saying, I'm a good dancer. Because you know, if you haven't really proven it to yourself, it is, it's hard to relate to. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, the secret basically is saying like whatever you think is what's going to happen. And they encourage you for affirmations. That's what we're talking about, right? We're talking about affirming to yourself like I'm a good dancer. But if you yes. never dance, you say each day more so and so and becoming better at dancing. Exactly. And your brain accepts that message mm -hmm. much, much easier than being, a, I'm a good dancer. And your brain is like, no, what the fuck you're not. Yes. <laughs> This is though where visualization comes in. You know, a book called Psycho-Cybernetics by Maxwell Marx, if I say that correctly, says your nervous system cannot tell the difference between an imagined experience and a real experience. So you can say a thousand affirmations. But where, in my opinion, and everyone experiences the difference, the real magic is in, in, in visualization. Because if you visualize yourself as a good dancer, you actually have something to turn back to. You know, it's like in your head, you already experienced that. So the affirmation is actually more relatable. No, that's, that's definitely super interesting. Also, I think what you said is super true that there's no difference in like playing a scene in your head mm -hmm. and actually doing it. And there is an experiment on this where they did three control groups. Um, one of them did nothing and they had to like basically, uh, I don't know, it was some sport, like let's say, basketball like they have to like throw a ball at a hoop or whatever uh, I don't know exactly what the sport was but there were three teams so one didn't perform the action at all so they could only perform the action during the test one had x amount of time to practice they physically they went to the place and they practiced and the other team they would only imagine themselves doing the action And then they will perform the action right on the test, but they never physically performed the action before. And okay, the team that did nothing and I had to go and just do it on the test was the worst. And the other two were actually identical. So the ones that practice and the ones that visualize the action were there were not significant differences. Uh, so that actually it's connected to what you're saying because sometimes the brain cannot really tell the difference from an imaginary action and a real action. And you can actually be rewiring your brain by imagining something. I also truly uh, think that everybody can do this. Everybody is a master manifester, everybody can put their, I mean, everybody is doing it. Like what we said with Hiba, like you're manifesting stuff, whether it's good or bad, whether you control it or not, you're manifesting stuff every day. So that's thing one. But I, and then I truly believe it. And I've seen it in my life that in areas where I don't have limiting beliefs, that I really have a lot of confidence in myself, Or I just simply have never really thought about it, about it being impossible or don't have any blockages. I can manifest things that are pretty incredible. 
like yeah like money and stuff even like ridiculous things um yeah so i i don't i don't want to get in trouble but i have a very interesting manifestation about taxes <laughs> <laughs> i was going to do a business deal and i did a uh i did a pencil calculation and i was like okay this is gonna be a shit ton of taxes but uh, it's still a very, a, a very, very good business for me. So I went for it. And I tell myself every day, my taxes are effortless and very easy or something like that. I think I have the affirmation in my book. You know, it was a shit ton of taxes. It was a lot of money, but it was also a ton of taxes and it was scary. And... Those are going to be like 50% of the business deal. I was actually going to leave 54% there. Mm -hmm. And it went down from 54. And then I got lawyers looking to it. It went down to 25. I actually, to this day, I haven't actually paid those taxes. More circumstances have arrived where I have actually gotten those taxes paid for me because of circumstantial reasons. So I know, I know. And I actually, because I didn't have, at some point I would have to pay some taxes on that, but because I never really have any blockages and it was just fun to tell myself that, to tell myself, oh, this is effortless. Taxes for me are effortless. I, yeah, it's a very interesting. And I always like feel positive about taxes, which is weird because I'm paying taxes. <laughs> but for me, actually, taxes is a good thing. I'm like, yeah, I pay taxes because I make a lot of money. So I pay taxes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my uh, God. Uh, yeah. So I always see it as a positive thing. Then I manifested this thing, which was pretty remarkable. <laughs> so I truly believe in the power behind this. Like, we don't know shit of how the universe works. We kind of know and we're working with it. So I truly believe in the power of this logically let's think about it you said that this would not be a problem therefore you took another action for it to not be yeah. a problem because yeah. if you were like this is just a big this is how it is you were just gonna pay the full amount because you yeah, but exactly. because you believed that it was not gonna be like that you took more and more action for it to not be like that and it's yeah. it's it's beautiful and i never saw it as a problem exactly like i was always like you know, I was going to go with the initial outcome, which was pay the full amount. Mm -hmm. And as I was fine with that. I just wanted the process to go smoothly. And by any chance, for the record, I'm not evading any taxes. <laughs> I do actually pay my taxes. That's not the circumstances no fraud. that I'm talking about. No, no fraud. fraud, nothing. <laughs> it's all legal stuff. Um, but yeah, I was happy with the outcome. But I just told myself that it was going to be easy. That it was going to be effortless. And it just like really convinced myself that the whole thing was easy. And therefore, that's what you experience because yeah. we truly experience whatever we think and believe. And for me personally, I had insane manifestations when I was younger. I wrote a list of everything that I wanted. And at this point, I just saw the secret. I didn't really believe in it or whatever. But I was like, you know, I'm just going to give this a go. If this works, this is great. If not, like I'm not missing out. So I wrote a list of everything that I wanted. And things happened. My life continued. Three years later, my brother's dog ate my wallet. I know this sounds ridiculous. Okay. Yeah. But everything died. Like my, my credit cards, everything was broken. My passport even, even though I was going to travel. And the list that I hit in my wallet, like three years before that, I opened it up. For, completely forgot about it. Every single thing 
that I wanted came true. Like every yeah. single thing. I wanted to speak fluently English. Like, I don't know, podcast listeners, if I speak fluently English, but in my reality, I kind of do. Because <laughs> I'm Dutch. we both do. I think yeah. we both do. I mean. <laughs> I, I, I mean yes. I wanted speaking. to be in a position where I never worried about money. I got that. I wanted to be fit and healthy. I had like my workout routine and everything. And there were some other stuff as well. So I was shocked, by the way. And in the same time that I wrote that list, I also created a vision board. <gasps> This is crazy. Yes, I know yes. the story you're going to say. Yeah, sorry. Yes. So <laughs> when I created this vision board for Lily Singh, the YouTuber, that's like a comedian, was talking about this. And I'm just going to create a vision board. So I had all these things and images that represented something to me. And I used a water park that represented adventure and fun things yeah. to me. So I, I printed out this picture. No idea what this water park in the world is, right? I printed this picture of this water park. I know. I moved countries. I lived in Abu Dhabi for a while, and I go to the water park, like not even thinking about it, and it's the exact same water park. <laughs> That is a super crazy story. Uh, didn't you also have another one with the Maldives? Yes, so which is where, where we, met. we actually met. <laughs> yes, which <laughs> is very insane. <laughs> yes, so I was watching a Dutch movie, they had this beautiful Maldives scene, and I was watching it. And as a joke, I pointed at it and I said, I will go there, and when I'm there, I will have made it. <laughs> Okay, yeah. And as a joke, right? Like, but I was in a still like this anything is possible mindset. I just have to believe in myself. Circumstances happened and I went there a year later. And that's where I met yeah. Maria. Yeah, it's very interesting how the sequence of events happened. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like I had a lot of manifestations happen to me inadvertently. I like exactly like I don't put too much effort like I don't go like vision boards or stuff but mm -hmm. I have actually taken and maybe put a thought in my mind for some reason like that the thought of the Maldives which like you are actually not trying to manifest this every day like you are not telling yourself every day yeah I'm gonna go there and uh, I'll make it uh, yeah I think I had the same experience where like some things I just put thoughts in my head and then eventually they become true uh, which is yeah I, I find it really really insane I also mm -hmm. have areas where yeah you really want to visualize stuff mm -hmm. uh, but you definitely notice that you have limiting beliefs that there mm -hmm. are things that are not quite working for you. And I think that's also important to, to talk about them as well because you need to see it as like a learning experience. Like what is this showing you? What are the beliefs that you have that like not being able to go into that reality is showing you ultimately not to guilt trip people or, you know, be like, oh, it's all your fault. You're not good enough, you know? <laughs> I'm not trying to sound like that. But ultimately, I do believe that we have so many limiting beliefs that sometimes are playing against us. And maybe when things that we really want uh, don't come through, we have to be really honest with ourselves about how are we actually sabotaging ourselves. 
mm-hmm. even in a sub and even at a subconscious level. We totally block ourselves in so many ways. I I block myself in many, many ways, like limiting beliefs I have about certain desires that I want to achieve. And that's a practice. And speaking of practice, I want to discuss like what I do and what Maria does in order to basically reprogram our subconscious mind. Yeah. Well, basically, just to be completely honest, before this podcast, Kim just gave me a pep talk. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> manifestation so she's much better than me i was no. like oh, i was being such a whiny bitch but <laughs> we all have our moments i'm just honest yes 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 you are <laughs> oh my god and it's okay by the way it's like manifestation like oh that's what i want to touch on like as well right before we go into the techniques and make everything a little bit more light There's like a toxic community around this subject that says you only have to be positive in order to manifest. And that's not true. That's ignoring your own emotions and ignoring what you truly feel inside. The, The trick is to like experience your emotions and give it a spot to be without thinking oh no i'm not gonna get my manifestation because i had a negative thought even the book of letting go it talks a little bit about the scale of emotions like the emotional spectrum and how you need to climb that emotional spectrum slowly and not be afraid of your emotions abraham hex also talks about the the spectrum of emotions and how you should go if you're in a very very low vibrational emotion you need to like well first experience those emotions and start like climbing it like you cannot go and like convince yourself that you're just gonna go to joy in one second (laughs) i mean if you can then definitely do it but it's very i don't think it works like that you just have to like slowly climb the ladder also in the book that i mentioned of the nature of personal reality it also talks about the scale of emotions and it talks about how you need to dive into those emotions because those emotions if you dig into them they are actually showing you limiting beliefs yes if you like dig deeper and go into meditation like the emotions and what are you feeling is going to show you like what is happening is is going to show you how are you limiting yourself yeah and i think that's kind of one of what i kind of wanted to talk about because like I see so many people in communities of like the law of attraction where they just are desperate because they feel not okay with themselves and they want to manifest all these external things to fill themselves up you know and they will pay real good money to gurus that will promise them like that you can manifest your reality exactly how you want and there's some danger in that and that's just, yeah. I'm not going to go to into a lot deeper. I just want you to do your own research and to uh, watch out for that because it's uh, it's toxic because you can't yeah. be positive all the time. No, so no. I want to discuss um, the techniques that we use to apply in our daily life, uh, to manifest whatever we want, basically. <laughs> yeah, totally. It, and what it does for us and how it works. So do you want to start off? Because you do something different than I do. I just, I really write things. I am sometimes very detailed. I write things. Sometimes they come true. Uh, sometimes, I mean, sometimes they don't become true, but I think I know why. <laughs> Like we said, limiting beliefs. But I sometimes am very detailed in terms of like what the outcome that I want, the timeline that I want. 
and yeah and I just like hope for the best I would be very honest that there are things that are much harder for me to be very convinced about and I'm very honest with myself that I'm just like not fully convinced yet and I acknowledge that those are areas where I cannot manifest but like uh, yeah I like give me anything stupid and I manifested in a second (laughs) (laughs) I would like be like manifesting like feathers and stuff (laughs) oh my god yeah so you script you visualize and you meditate basically I meditate on this I visualize it Uh, actually we should talk about sats because sats is very very interesting states akin to sleep I believe I manifested most of the things in my life by doing this because I used to do this for fun and now I realized many years later it was actually a technique so this is from Neville Garters he's and he's He's amazing yeah I really like his teachings he says live in the end which means like what would your reality look like if you already had what you desire does that mean like a, a friend would congratulate you on that new job? Yeah. Does that mean you already have a new apartment that you wanted? And then he encourages you to visualize what that would look like. So either a conversation between you yeah. and that friend or you already walking into that apartment and feeling the feelings you would feel if you had that apartment. And he says... If you will assume your desire and live there as though it was true, no power on earth can stop it from becoming fact. I think that's very powerful because let's say you want something, right? An apartment, but you have this belief there are not many apartments available right now. It's a crazy time. Everyone wants an apartment. You will experience that feeling during the search of your apartment. But what if you already had the apartment? How would you feel? How would you think? You would not even be worried. Yeah. So I think living in the end is while you hold on to this state of thinking, you eliminate all doubts, fears, and indecision. Yeah. Because if you think the house market is difficult, you will not really have the motivation to go on a search. If you think that it's already mine, like I already have it, then you will go like <laughs> and search and look for possibilities and call people if they know places. But if you yeah. think like it's not going to happen anyway, you're not going to act. So I think that's extremely powerful. And that's something that I do. I continuously live in the end of the desires that I want. Yeah, that's very powerful. Yeah. I need to get better at that. but no it's true it's true i think one of these he has many books i think the one that is the shortest and the one that is quoted the most is like the feeling is the secret yes a very short read um and yeah and there is this other one that i really like that you recommended to me which is called the game of life and how to play it mm-hmm. which is by a different author uh, florence, florence. shin 
Yes. Uh, it's a lovely book, really nice read. And it also explains exactly the same thing, mm-hmm. how you need to be like committed to, you know, your feelings and your, and having a, yeah, thinking that it has already happened. Exactly. And we can dive more into these subjects um for example neville has like a bunch of things to say and like florence as well um let us know let us know through instagram our instagram is spiritual chill pill underscore podcast and dm us if you have any questions or want to know more about these subjects because we will we will talk about it uh, deeply yeah. in more episodes. But this of was course. the basics, basically. <laughs> yeah, the basics about manifestation, which is, uh, yeah, a core pillar of spirituality. Mm-hmm. And I think ultimately it just it just is believing in yourself. Mm-hmm. Like if you have, like, having a strong conviction uh, and having, yeah, a strong conviction and taking action based on that conviction. Yes. And that's it. Yes, it's that simple. Even though quantum physics proves way more difficult things that we probably don't understand, but that's in the simple terms. So yeah, yeah, I want to thank everyone for listening. And yeah, good luck in your manifestations if you're already into it. (laughs) Awesome, awesome. See you next week. See you next week. Bye. Thank you all for listening to the Spiritual Chill Pill Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and want to show us a bit of love and support, we would appreciate a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. We are also available on many other platforms as Spotify or Stitcher. You can subscribe to that as well. Most importantly, we would appreciate if you contact us on Instagram and share your thoughts. Our Instagram is spiritualchillpill underscore podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll see you next time.